Hello and welcome to Healing from Within. I am your host, Cheryl Glick, Reiki Master Teacher, Medium, and author of The Living Spirit Answers for Healing and Infinite Love, which share stories of spiritual communication, healing energies, miracles, and ways to know and utilize intuition to improve the quality of your personal life and to improve what's happening all across the world. I am so delighted and happy today to welcome Teresa Chung, author of 21 Rituals to Ignite Your Intuition. Hello, Teresa, and thank you for joining us today on Healing from Within. Oh, I'm very grateful to be here talking to you. Thank you. Well, we have a lot to share. Your book is wonderful and very informative. Teresa, as listeners of the show are well aware, my guests and I share intimate stories of our growing awareness of life as both spiritual or energetic beings and also a, a physical life with enormous possibilities for creating or manifesting conditions for prosperity, health, love, and joy by simply fulfilling our birthright, which is to live with happiness. The key, of course, is to become aware of who you are, what life is about, and how to utilize your inner wisdom for success. In today's episode of Healing from Within, Teresa Chung, who was born into a family of psychics and spirit, spiritualists and who went to King's College, Cambridge University, graduating with a master's in theology and English, and is the author of numerous best-selling mind-body-spirit books, today we'll address intuition uh, from the simple way a mother may have a feeling about her child's needs and gather information about the best plan of action from a gut feeling, which have often proven to yield better results in decision-making than logic. We will discuss how optimism which is very important, uh, engages with intuition and how it can be cultivated. Teresa, I always love to ask my guests to think back to their childhood and remember a person, place, or event that may have signaled to them or to others the interest, work, or lifestyle they might pursue as an adult. Because I know we are born with a soul plan and destiny, and over time it does become clear to many of us. So think back for a minute. Mm-hmm. What do you remember? I'm remembering, I'm picturing myself very young, four or five years old, because I grew up in a family of psychics and spiritualists. It was commonplace to go to seances, um, um, demonstrations of mediumship. I didn't really understand what was going on at the time. All I knew was that oftentimes people would go into a service looking heavy, looking tired. Sometimes there were tears. And I often remember at the end of the service, these people would go away. Some of them were still crying, but they were lighter and they were smiling. Mm. And I loved that. Um, as time went on, I didn't develop any psychic or medium abilities myself particularly. I had my moments. But I loved that idea of the message that was being given, that there's something more to this life than meets the eye. Death's not the end. 
you know, um, that I wanted to kind of capture in my work. I loved the transformation that I saw. Even as a young child, I didn't understand it. I didn't understand how people could could cry and smile at the same time. Mm. And yeah. how that was, be- that was beautiful. And it, it really, really, I can still close my eyes. That's why well. I thought of it. And remember it. I can remember it. You know, that's beautiful. I, I was born into a family very methodical and of the physical world, and I am a psychic medium and healer, and it was very hard for me to uh, try to, you know, show them my talents and gifts because it sort of wasn't... Uh, acceptable yeah. they wanted me t- to develop my mind and 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 all things of the physical world which i did for a long time until uh, right. we should have swapped families because i <laughs> we should have right I was, <laughs> no no i was more drawn to the, the sort of the academic the right well so I was i yeah <laughs> i frustration to my family because i wasn't able to 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 sort of link in i i sort of had a bit of a block it's funny. It's funny, but I I was drawn to study philosophy and religion and oh, oh, science in a way to understand the bigger picture because I knew there was a bigger picture and they weren't seeing it, the people in my life. So it's very, very funny. But you see... <laughs> You see, we yes, all... <laughs> yeah, I was kind of the odd one out. But not, but the odd one out. Well, I you was know. also. But but the thing <laughs> is, we are placed in the exact situation we need for our souls to eventually remember who we are and what life is about and to find ways to share with others uh, how to live their best, most purposeful and productive life. And I, as a Reiki practitioner, know exactly what you saw as a child. When the energy is released and a person is lighter and there's a beauty in their face that just shines, it just radiates, and that is what I help people to see. Because after a session, sometimes I just say to them, look in the mirror, and and they smile. And they see what has happened, how they've let go of issues and energy that they no longer need. So it's very interesting that you told that story. I love it. So oh, how, so let's thank go you. on because we're talking about intuition and intuition is a sixth sense and it is a mm-hmm. gift and we all have it. And even if you're not functioning in the way that some of your relatives did, you are connected to the universe and spirit and understanding how energy Works. So tell us how you would describe intuition and how it may be cultivated. Oh, big question. Intuition is me. It's, it's your higher self, the part of you that knows what is right. Um, it's your spirit. It's, it's just that essence, that, that the real authentic you, the one that often in everyday life we, we turn away from and we don't hear for a variety of reasons. And one of the ways to cultivate it is to to to, to allow it to flower. And that the, in the book that I, I've written, there are various ways that you can do that because so often, especially today, life is so busy and so hectic that we haven't got time to tune into that inner voice anymore. And even if we do tune in, we're not quite sure what it's saying or how to understand it. Yes, we've mm. lost we've lost that that connection, which is our birthright. We, you know, we, we it, it is something that we all we all have. But sadly, we use it. We, we lose it due to the pressures of, of daily life. And um, this book that I wrote is a way of trying to return that to that inner knowing. 
um, the part of you that knows not necessarily what's easiest, because sometimes what's easiest and will make us instantly happy isn't necessarily the best thing, but what is necessary for our evolution, because I firmly believe we're all here to learn and to grow, and your intuition knows what's the best thing for you to do to evolve into a higher and higher version of yourself. Yes, absolutely. And so intuition is a form of ESP or extrasensory perception within us that can help and guide us. And it is an alignment to the universal energy or life force of creation, which flows through each of us. It surrounds us, and it is the awareness of all that is. Some people develop... Uh, and receive messages by clairvoyance or clairaudience or clairsentience, yep. but these are the heightened gifts of sensitives and psychics and mediums and healers and prophets. So we all have it, but sometimes our life path may not be to use it right now. Our life path may take us in another direction, but at times we all will be using it, even if we're not completely aware of it in my book the living spirit i address this great gift of knowingness or intuition as our soul's wisdom and i wrote before i awaken to the awareness of the continuity of the eternal soul the immense possibility for the growth of each person's personal power and the ability to connect to spiritual energies i did not know or even vaguely understand how to listen to my inner voice Was this the whisper of guidance from a higher self or a gut feeling connected to the mind or an innate cellular intelligence? I now know the inner voice comes to us from our own soul essence as well as the divine whispers of other souls to whom we are connected and wish to aid us from afar in whatever situations we find ourselves. So there it is. So there it is. Yeah, so it's getting beyond our intellect or ego, which I was, mm. which mm. I was pushed into exploring more fully <laughs> than the inner gut feeling. And you went towards that, you know, yeah. also to answer a lot of your questions. Uh, but I am now aware that the ordinary mental thoughts are a little different compared to the higher thoughts of my soul and all the souls in spirit. So it's been a journey to differentiate which are my own personal thoughts of the day like you know should I eat a potato chip that's my own personal thought (laughs) or a thought that comes in and says go home now someone needs you you know so so yeah that is the whole um experience to to learn how to use both okay tell us so Tell us what a ritual is and some of the meaningful and intentional rituals to be developed when one first tries to enhance their already natural gift of intuition. Because rituals have, I have been involved in rituals since um, my first awareness uh, that I was an intuitive healer and medium, and to develop more fully, I used many rituals to help me feel comfortable in how I could... uh, develop so tell us something about that rituals for many people they associate them immediately with religion and uh, this book shows that you know you do not need to be religious to perform rituals just as you don't need to be you know you know spirituality and religion are different rituals are for everyone yes Um, so first of all remove that it's nothing to do with paganism or witchcraft either a ritual is simply something that you do emphasis on an action it's an action that has 
sacred and personal meaning to you. Um, and it's a way of expressing to the universe that you mean business, that you're a person of action, and you're, you're going to do something positive. And that's why I think rituals are, in a way, more powerful than affirmations and meditations, because meditations and affirmations are in the world of thought and possibility, whereas with ritual, you actually start doing. And I always say in my books, we all know people who talk a lot but don't, do, don't walk the talk. Right. action mm-hmm. and maybe a lot of us are trapped in visualizing meditating doing affirmations too much and the universe thinks well actually when you start living positively and doing positively then maybe i'll help you <laughs> right and sometimes think that you know that, that there's not enough emphasis on positive doing there's too much emphasis on positive thinking in, yeah in positive thinking is great but you have to uh, apply it, yeah. it to, to to do it has to, it's a it's married together <laughs> like it's two parts uh, of the positive, coin positive act. it's a positive action something that you can do and it's perfect for releasing your intuition because the way intuition works is intuition flowers when your conscious mind is at rest or, or busy and preoccupied for example when you're asleep we often our intuition flowers in dreams because our conscious mind is shutting down And what rituals do is they distract your conscious mind with the activity of the ritual, therefore freeing your unconscious mind where your intuition speaks to to, to express itself. And so rituals are simple. That's why we often have um, intuitive insights in the shower or when we're driving. Mm -hmm. We're doing something repetitive that we don't, you know, that that kind of busies our conscious mind with the activity of that. Well, I've got to wash my hair, soap, or if I'm driving, I need to change gear. And you sort of go into a little bit into automatic. That therefore frees up your unconscious, um, and that's also why, why in, when when you're asleep, you sometimes have amazing intuitive dreams because your unconscious is free to express it, itself. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why rituals are so. The combination of rituals uh, it, to, to, it, and doing rituals to boost your intuition is a powerful combination. I think one of the best ways to release your intuition is to perform rituals. Because you need that repetitive action to just still and calm the conscious mind. Because if you're not doing a, a ritual, your conscious mind is, is wild and, and trying to take over and filling you with fear and anxiety like it tends to do. Um, and a ritual can just calm you, busy your conscious mind, and allow your intuition to give you the guidance and comfort and insight that you need. Yeah, and and you mentioned that scientists from the University of California have shown that mm-hmm. your brain is led more by your actions than your thoughts. Absolutely. Well, we all know that, don't we? If you're feeling a little bit down, if you go for a brisk walk, you know, it doesn't matter what's going on in your head, you're going to feel a little bit better at the end of the walk because of the activity. It has kind of changed your mind in a way. Um, um, yes, because you, right. didn't, you didn't get lost in the energy of what was bothering you. You went beyond it to engage something else. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, you with the physical attention. And you're right. Um, there is research to show that actually, that, you know, we, we, there is research to show that, that thoughts can influence our body cells and, and our health and well-being. But there is also research which has not got enough attention how much our daily actions and routines influence our brain and our mood and our health and if you therefore look at key actions in your day and then bring a sense of the sacred to them how powerful is that for shaping the course and direction of your life Um, and that's why all the rituals in the book are very simple things that you can do 
that you do every day anyway, but you bring a sense of the sacred in it. Absolutely. Now, intuition is a skill that can strengthen through intentional practice. Tell us how we can strengthen intuition and also the many benefits of using intuition in our everyday lives. Well, first of all, the benefits, I'll do that because I'm sure everybody wants to know that. The benefits are is your intuition knows what is the best course of action for you. As I say, the best course that will help you evolve, learn, and grow. And basically, that's why we're here on this planet, which is to find our meaning, learn, and grow. Your intuition knows what that is. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's the benefit. Um, your intuition, will, for example, will know what is the right in a physical level, it will know what the right food to eat is. It will know what the right career choice is. It will know what people to have around you and how to avoid toxic people. But and, and to surround it. your intuition will know the right path. So, so those are are the benefits of intuition. Um, sorry, what was the other part of the question? I got lost in the benefits. <laughs> ah, the benefits. Okay. Uh, there's another benefit, too. Intuition is the source of scientific knowledge. Aristotle wrote that, and you wrote that in your book. And you know oh, what yes, it is? Yes. You know what it is? There is nothing that we do that we create that is not inspired by our connection to higher intuition or to the higher universe. Everything yes, beautiful, art, music, science, everything mm-hmm. we learn comes to us through intuition or inspiration and, and spirit. Yes. So, yeah. It's a little bit like a bird. You, you, you yeah. can't force it. You, you have to, you, but it, if, you, if you pay attention to it, that's the first part of your question. You're paying attention to your intuition, that builds yes. it. And there are various ways to pay. Because like anything in life, if you pay attention to it, it grows. And the more attention and more, more you focus on intuition and ways to build it, the more, you know, you will find yourself in tune with it. And so repeated in, intuitive building exercises will yield results in time. And people talk because, about, yeah, they talk about co-creating with the universe, hmm. creating miracles. What it is is exactly what you just said, how we yes. are coaxing it, uh, putting it and allowing it and paying attention and eventually, uh, you know, it's like in the past they said, what would they say? People could change things into gold. They could mm. make, they were, what did they call them? Uh, Alchemists? Yes, <laughs> that's it. That's the word I was looking for, alchemists. We're all alchemists. We can yeah. change and build and, and create. Some, you, when you see children uh, with music or art, they're creating from their intuition. They saw something is going, flowing through them, uh, asking them to do this, and they do it uh, willingly because they yeah, love the, it and the, they're the comfortable. Of course, is, is ego, fear, yes. anxiety. That's, right. You know what blocks intuition, and sadly, you know, as we get in, live in a world now where ego, fear, and anxiety is is taking center stage, which is quite alarming. It is and, alarming. Uh, you know. People losing touch with their intuition, and a, a combination of factors. I think. Um, I think um, a lot of it is, is is the externalization of that. People getting validation from external sources, be that through appearance, through career, through relationships, through social media validation, all that. People are, get a whole generation of people who are looking outside of themselves for yes. that sense of self worth. And and the more and more you, they do that, the more focus, for example, a young person has on how many likes do I have on my social media, the less they're focusing on 
how much do I like myself and where am I getting their self-worth from within? And it is quite alarming because we're living in a generation we don't know the impact of people who have grown Well, many people are country. writing that about that. Now, the last 20 years where social media and, and our children are immersed in machines mm-hmm. and it has, mm-hmm. it has uh, caused a social disconnect, a separation. Yes. Intuition brings us together with all life forces in love and but positivity. Also, you know, if but if these... your life is ruled by your phone, and thing is, intuition tends to, to happen when you're, like if you're sitting on a train and you're staring out the window, mm. or you're just going for a walk. But if your phone's constantly beeping and you've got your nose on your phone all the time, how on earth can intuition even get a chance? Because it's a very gentle, quiet, soft voice intuition sometimes. And in times past, we had more time to just... Daydream. Yes, relax. Into daydreams, into dreams when we slept, and we appreciated the information. And when we saw some of the information that we got was realized in reality, we began to know that it was a tool, a tool to help us, right? Yeah, and and people don't have time to reflect now, you know. I'm, I'm a huge fan of Jane Austen, of course, being from the UK. And, you know, one of the reasons those books are so loved, the heroine goes to her room and she reflects <laughs> for hours on, on, on the events of the day and takes her time to sort of process her emotions and feel what the next right move is to do, you know. And uh, those days have, of course, gone. You, you can't well, go back no, in time. But we, we have no time to reflect and ponder even in times past when we would write letters, people would, you know, the action of writing a letter, you would yes. be gathering your thoughts, reflecting. Now it's all text, 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 quick, 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 phone ringing, phone ringing, busy, busy, busy. Intuition is well, Teresa, disappearing fast. I her- hope it's not gone. I hope it will research and we will see how we're being lost in the machines like that movie, The Matrix, and we will come to realize our human and spiritual talents, and we will retrieve a lot of this. Uh, I want to give our listeners an idea of an intuition. You know, many years ago when I was first starting my Reiki energy healing practice, there was a young woman at the desk who used to take money after a session, and a sum of money had accumulated. And one day I walked in, and a thought flew through my head, take the money now. Well, I had my mind on the work schedule of the day, and I just simply ignored that thought. So the next day, the girl was gone. She had been fired by the other people in the office. And uh, when I went back to my envelope, only a few dollars were left. There was hundreds of dollars missing. So I learned a a lesson that day to pay attention to these intuitive thoughts and act do not procrastinate. Mm. And this shows us what intuition is. And, Teresa, you wrote this. Intuition is your connection to something deeply wise within you that leads you to make decisions based on your highest level of good judgment. It, provo- mm. it provides you with valuable insights about yourself, your life, the people you interact with, and the situations you encounter. It is not a moral compass or a supreme authority about what is absolutely right and wrong for everyone, but it does provide a sense of what is right for you and what isn't going to be in your best interest. So this is what we must return to. We cannot let this go because the trouble is intuition is so hard to 
identify. But once you do, like once I did identify through that mistake, I learned a big lesson. I've never done that again. That was like 20 years ago. So we want people out there listening to this to know that you must use this gift of intuition. It's part of you. It's your divine essence. It's the energy that connects you to this reality in our physical life and the reality beyond this physical life, which is that consciousness survives physical death because you're really energy. And all this is connected to the energy that we come from and return to. So, yeah, so we're going to hold on. We're going to actually not hold on. We're going to retrieve it. Mm. We're going Mm. to spend the next maybe 20 years helping people retrieve what has been lost over the last 20 years. And I know it's Mm. going to happen. So as an intuitive, I know know it's going to happen. A lot of people don't know how to recognize their intuition. And I talk a lot about in that in the book, how do you know whether it's anxiety or fear? Um, or even if it's if it's wishful thinking, and there are ways of knowing. Um, intuition tends to encourage you to take action. That's why your story is great. Mm-hmm. An intuition tends to come out of nowhere. It's not, often not not premeditated. I mean, it's very hard. To, it just sort of pops into your mind. Yes, it and pops you just in. have this knowing, and it wants you to take some kind of action. If something pops into your mind and it traps you in indecision and you, with no clear course of action, it doesn't tend to be intuition. It tends to be anxiety. Um, intuition also is, tends to be positive and to build you up mm. and to consider what's in the best interests of not just you but everyone, um, whereas anxiety, again, will pull you down, be very harsh and self-critical mm-hmm. and have endless explanations that rush around in your head. Intuition tends to be very few, few words. It's just a simple knowing, and without endless explanation is not required. So those are ways of telling the difference between um, intuition and anxiety, and also with with, with positive. If you, sometimes you you know you just like if you enter the lottery, and you think I'm going to win it this time. You know that is wishful thinking, <laughs> um, and you know the difference because there's no basis in in in, um, in reality or, or or facts for that at all. Because intuition is, is quite sensible as well. It, 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 it's, it's something that it wants you to do, which makes sense. You know, I was just thinking that at the same time. It's practical. Yeah, <laughs> like, it is. It's, it's highly practical. It's highly practical and beneficial for your own well-being. So we want example, people time, to time start to listen. People, people lived in jungles or, 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 or in, in tribal cultures. You know, they wouldn't question an intuition which said, get, get up and run because they would know that it would be because there was a predator. You know, it makes absolute practical sense, and that's where our intuition, you know, that sense that we have goes right back to to ancient times when we needed it for our survival. Well, it's always Um, been there, and it will always be there. So what do you like, what would you like readers to take away with them after reading 21 Rituals to Ignite Your Intuition? I'd like them to to especially pay attention to their dreams because I'm I've written many books about dreams and I think dreams are one of the most neglected resources for personal transformation that we have. Um, there's so much intuitive insight in our dreams. Um, that's what, one ritual I'd love them to do. And another ritual is also to I was talking about phones and 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 computers and mm-hmm. social media and all that. Take some time off it each day. It has become an addiction for many people. Yes, your intuition is not going to thrive as long as your phone is your master. Mm-hmm. Show the universe that the phone 
isn't who you are. You're bigger than that. And You um, know, I was very happy recently. My son-in-law said to my granddaughters, he has four little children, four girls, and he said, uh, we're not going to use uh, your cell phones and everything after dinner. And he's always constantly, yes, I was so proud of him. I said, oh, that is just the right thing to, because he's always on it himself. So, so. But the trouble is there will be a panic, and I've noticed that when you ask people to do it, because you've got so addicted to it and so used to it, you feel absolutely like they've lost an arm. There's, there's going to be that initial, it's going to be like we need to withdraw, have a withdrawal time. You know, well, I shut, I shut my... I shut mine off a lot, and I know anyone who needs to get to me will leave a message. Mine is off a lot of the day. And I'm not busy. I'm not busy going to Facebook very much either anymore because it's it's redundant. It's just redundant, and uh, people are posting things. Some of it not pleasant, and so um, yeah, I'm not that into that anymore either. Do you want your life to be an endless? scroll or do you want it to be a, a time when you learn about yourself and, and enrich your life and enrich the lives of others you can't do that when you're glued to uh, a phone or a screen all the time um, but I wouldn't I wouldn't say it's negative it's completely negative no think, no no know, no it, it's, um, it, it's a tool it's an amazing it's, way to connect and learn yes. there's so much you can learn online but just make it productive um, and then have time just have some time to be quiet and still Right. Um, and and because that's when intuition is going to to pop into your mind. It it can't it it can't compete with modern technology. It really can't. It it struggles. Mm. It struggles to be heard. And that's why it will well then now most most of the time people are having intuitive insights in their dreams because that's the one time when they're <laughs> they're away from it all. But well, people forget their dreams. You know they don't bother with them. They don't think they're important, and that is so sad. Your dreams are your spirit talking to you. In a symbolic language, people find dreams to under, un, difficult to understand, but it's because um, it speaks to you in the language of symbols. It's a different language, and you need to learn your own personal symbols. Because what what you when you dream, for example, I love dogs and cats. So if I dream about dogs and cats, it's a very positive sign. But somebody who's fearful of them, it will be a different image if they dream. Well, even if someone who's fearful of them dreams about it, maybe it is a way for them to overcome that fear and to see that there is beauty and a good reality possible if they can overcome that. So, yes, I I would think we're going to encourage people to pay attention to what thoughts pop into their head during the day, to their dreams, and to utilize... And and feelings, feelings, very important feelings, and to utilize the tools of technology wisely. I want to thank you, Teresa Chung, author of 21 Rituals to Ignite Your Intuition, for sharing a clear understanding of the nature of intuition, the benefits and the ways to begin to heighten and grow intuition, which is a very important tool for advancing personal goals for greater health, prosperity, and happiness. For more information and to purchase this book, go to Teresa, that's T-H-E-R-E-S-A, Chung, C-H-E-U-N-G, dot com. In summarizing today's episode of Healing from Within, we have explored the inner world of intuition and discovered many rituals that we may begin to practice to enhance and awaken our natural gift of inner knowing, which aids us in making decisions and choices that can create a happy, healthy, positive life journey. 
As Teresa writes, trouble is many of us don't know how to recognize when our intuition is speaking to us as we so often confuse it with the voices of fear or wishful thinking. We also tend to assume intuition is spontaneous and outside our control. To some extent that is true. Intuition is like a wild bird. It isn't meant to be caged, but just as a bird can be trained to fly to you and eat out of your hand, it is possible to not only recognize when your intuition is speaking, but also to harness it through the power of ritual. Teresa and I would hope you begin to discover and use your God-given divinely inspired key to your inner life and wisdom and that is your intuition as a way to know how to maneuver yourself through this physical world with greater efficacy and to inspire and manifest your best life I am Cheryl Glick host of Healing from Within and I invite you to visit my website CherylGlick.com to read about and listen to and learn about the world of metaphysics, quantum physics, science, spirituality, energy medicine, the universal force of being, and all things that empower us to achieve a positive, productive, happy life journey. Shows may also be heard on webtalkradio.net and dreamvision7radio.com. Thank you.